Welcome to the rock. Hey everybody, thanks for downloading this episode of the Black and Gold Podcast. Of course, you know this if you're listening to it. It's the post-game edition brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. Uh, we thank James Milner and Appalachian Commercial Real Estate for sponsoring these post-game episodes. Uh, 828-719-0408 is the number you can call or text if you're in the state of North Carolina and have any uh, needs in the realm of commercial real estate. Um, I say this every week, but it's not the same as buying a house or leasing an apartment. There are a lot of things to consider, a lot more hoops you need to navigate, and you need somebody that's literally an expert on this subject that's not working for both parties, but working for you on your behalf to try to give you as much information as you can have so you can make a great business decision. Why do you want to make a bad decision? Of course you don't. But anyway, um, James... In Appalachian Commercial Real Estate, that team is who you need to talk to if you are in that space and you need some help. We thank them for uh, sponsoring Post Game Edition. I'm your host, Alex Johnson. With me, as always, the world's most famous App State fan. Charles, these are the uh, autopilot episodes, I think, right? Autopilot? Oh, I mean, this is, uh, this is certainly not um, Kyle Larson at Phoenix by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but it's pretty close. Um, you know... Just a great game. This is the games you want to have when you're on the road. You want to get in and out fast, and you don't want there to be too much drama. Uh, there was a little bit of drama in the second quarter, but uh, other than that, man, this is uh, this is exactly what you asked for—a 48 to 14 whipping, uh, an expected whipping, so to speak. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, as far as as far as that's concerned, um, you know, you're really excited about move it on, you know, in conference play. And we come back and we get to play South Alabama on Saturday and we got three games left and the goals are in front of us. Um, it's very clear that hey, we have to take care of business. There was, there's a couple of hiccups there um, in the middle of the game, but you know, it is what it is. Um, and I guess before we really kind of go on too much further, um, you know, I, I guess we want to say, you know, thoughts and prayers with Henry Pearson and his family, right, for what they've had to go through over the past week, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, that's uh, you know something that you know, you know, App State's a family, AJ. We all know this, mm-hmm. and uh, we 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 feel all this together, and nobody ever wants to go through something like they've had to this week, right? No, I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That that's exactly correct, and. Um, the tight end room took a, a nice picture with uh, Henry's 88 jersey, and you're exactly right. Can't say it any better. Thoughts and prayers to um, to that entire family network of, of, of folks that um, are going through some struggles right now. Um, hopefully they get whatever peace, whatever um, it takes for them to um, feel better, get better. So I always hate to – you hate to – talk about stuff like that, but it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a reality of life that kind of happens to everybody. I mean, it happens to me, you, I mean, everybody, we experience these things. So we want to not pretend like it doesn't happen in life. So um, and, for sure. And that's, uh, and that's what this does for us, right? AJ, this, this hobby that we have, um, yeah. supporting our school, um, gives us that release and that relief mm-hmm. of, uh, of those things. And, uh, you know, it's, it's good that we can do that, but, um, you know, life does go on for everyone else. And, um, uh, 
you know, we hate, we hate that people are having to go through struggles and things like that. But yeah, in the meantime, in the meantime, you know, yeah. uh, we, we talk about sports and, uh, <laughs> that, that, that's fun for me. It's fun for you. So, yeah. um, let me ask you a question. What was your favorite part of the game, AJ? Like, you know, if you had to look back and say there was a play, there was a series of plays, what is it? Um, I gotta say it's Hennigan doing wolves down. That's <laughs> to me was that to, I mean, the ambassador getting up there and, and doing one of those. I mean, you know, he's on his farewell, but ugh, he's on his farewell tour right now. And I just loved it. And he did one of those little, little a nice little catch on the sideline and, um, and whatever's contested, he kind of goes into the Arkansas state sideline and he like stares right at their bench and does the whole first down thing. I mean, it's vicious. I love it. So I, I would say I'd say that those two plays from Hennigan were <laughs> I just loved it, man. I, I love stuff like that. I, I knew you'd start there, obviously. <laughs> um, you know, obviously the Wolves down came prior to the um, well, excuse me, came after the um, Malik Williams' fifth touchdown pass in school history. Uh, yeah, which is insane for a wide receiver. Uh, man, if you go back and look, Arkansas State really bit on that play. Yeah, they um, did. They never thought for a second, and, and and but they knew Malik had it was throwing it. They just wanted to get pressure on him, I guess. Um, but he got it up there enough, and and, and you know, Henny kind of like I'm really surprised he didn't get a taunting there, right? Yeah, you know? for sure. Because he was uh, <laughs> luckily there was nobody close to taunt, right? Um, he was that, that he was might, feeling froggy that whole day. Yeah, he uh, he maybe he got a little. Uh, little hint from Sims about, you know, these guys and, and or maybe, maybe, you know, he knew about it. And, and maybe like these, these guys are, you know, they play like they play, they talk like they talk and, and uh, they kind of got to him later. Right. Uh, there was a, there was a play in the end zone and, and uh, Thomas thought he was uh, interfered with mm-hmm. and uh, he got that 15 yarder. Right. Mm-hmm. And cause a little, little like tug of the face mask, not a yep. jerk, right? Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. that and that leads me into the other parts of this game that uh, were very interesting. Was like the penalty flags, right? Yeah, like there was a lot of like, man, is that a flag? Yeah, but man, it's like the least like flagrant <laughs> of all flags. If you're going to call that, like that, you know, Isaiah Helms, right? He he just happens to be making the hustle play. <laughs> um, trying to get down, trying to get down the field, in my opinion, uh, push the pile forward. You know, we want that to happen, right? The last thing we want is someone to not hustle. So if you get a flag for hustling a little bit, you know, and I know Sean Clark's going to disagree with me, but that's fine. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure there's other reasons for that, but there just happened to was happened to be a uh, like an Arkansas State player behind the play who got hit, and Isaiah Helms had zero intentions. Of when he made that leap, he's a good boy to hit he's a good that boy. person. That person just <laughs> was just in the way of Isaiah Helms. I'm going to go the. Not, op- that's not I'm a good place to be, in my opinion. Don't get in the way of 68. No, and, no. Uh, you know, so uh, I'm going to go the opposite way. We've seen a couple of these overly aggressive penalties on Isaiah Helms, but don't you want that guy on your team? I mean, he yeah. look. It bites us in the butt, you know. Like if that happened in the fourth quarter against Coastal, then I'm I'm livid and you know and whatever. Luckily, that happens in a game where we had zero chance of losing, 
Um, but man, you want your lineman to want to kill the other person. That's a very Parker Collins type. And I think mm -hmm. Isaiah yeah, Helms, uh, Isaiah Helms, no disrespect to, to Parker at all, but I think Isaiah might be as good or maybe better, a little more athletic, maybe. Um, maybe I'm speaking out of school with that, but he's been a huge difference maker. Um, this year, I hope his foot's okay, or his ankle, or his leg, or whatever he did. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. A concern going forward, but yeah. you know, you you'd rather have that. You'd rather have to dial it back than to dial it up. Because I don't know if you can for like sure. Say, I hey, totally agree. You know what you need to do is play harder, and then that's yeah. That, that, no. that gets in the way, and there, there was some other. What was it? The uh, all the pass interference on Madison kind of oh my gosh. That was weak. Man. Oh my yeah. lord. And, and then the back end zone angle from from ESPN plus is fantastic camera angles and white balance all the entire <laughs> afternoon were I don't know if he even touched him hardly. Like it was, you know, so that basically allowed Arkansas State in the end zone on that drive. I think the quarter changed right there. And and well, there that, was sec a, that second quarter just kind of like they they ended up running all the plays, you know, yeah. and that's how the game got closer. Uh, I think sometimes as a team you can um, get like very complacent real quickly when you have a defensive turnover and a score, and you're like you jump out quick, fourteen to nothing, and, and it may not be intentional, but it kind of comes, you know, it just kind of happens. Like, yeah, maybe you let your guard down a little, and. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, and that's why Arkansas State was able to tie the game and then we kind of shut that down. Yeah, but even even then, man, this just reminds me. So I, I considered that first touchdown. I think, was it Jordan Earl that committed, what was it, a, a personal foul um, that moved, mm. that gave them another, I think it was 15 yards. And then Madison Cohn had that really weak um, PI that, you know, again, not a ton of great angles there, but really weak and that i mean we pretty much gave them on a silver platter kind of like you know louisiana turned the ball over kind of just we kind of gave it kind of put it right in front of them and, and coach clark talked about that um so that one's like oh that's kind of garbage but man i just the way that um we were moving the ball and, and the way that our defense played in that first quarter i just thought yeah they scored a couple touchdowns there but man i don't know um and I, you know, I gotta say this too for going forward. First of all, defense played lights out. We didn't even give up 200 total yards. Yeah. College football, that's outstanding. Um, I think, I think it was at football. Maybe it was Adam Witten tweeted out the second half defensive stats, which are bonkers. I think we get what gave up 59 yards total in the second half. Yeah, um, it was it was minimal. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. Um, but yeah, I mean that that game was dominating. And here, here's the thing that I like though. Um, you know, I think Sean Jolly's been hurt a little bit. I know some guys get dinged up. You know, that just happens in the course of football season. But Stephen Jones, okay, this is the Stephen Jones game. I can't believe we haven't mentioned his name yet. But when you get a guy that's already good, I mean, Stephen Jones is already a good player, and you get him have a game like that, think of think of the, the confidence, not only the confidence does it give him and his teammates are jacked up that he's 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 playing so well, but, hey, man, put it, put it on tape and, and – don't throw to him. Like, put that in in teams. You know, the back of their minds. Like, hey man, he's this kid. He's dangerous. He's had three pick sixes in two games, and and whatever. And you can say, well, he did it because of that scheme or this or that or like whatever. I mean, I guess you can, but um, I like that it, the confidence that's going to give him even going forward um, for him personally. But 
also, if, if teams want to scheme around them, we'll, I'm, I'm happy to put Stephen Jones on their best guy and, and let them let work around other people if they want to. But really happy for him, I mean, to get national um, defensive player. The, the, it's kind of a no-brainer. Three interceptions, two pick sixes. I mean, but, that's, a, that's rarefied air for anybody. But, AJ, he was slacking, though, right? He was what? He was slacking. He was second? He was slacking. He was slacking. Oh, slacking. He was, he didn't have any tackles the entire game. Well, App State corner <laughs> tackle. As we know that, so no tackles. But yeah, <laughs> he didn't need to tackle. It's, uh, uh, yeah, he didn't need to tackle. I, I love. I'm going to quote John Law here. Um, no one gets punished for touchdowns. So <laughs> you got no tackles. It's okay. You got two touchdowns. No one gets. No one gets punished for touchdowns. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy. This has happened while Sean Jolly has kind of been off the field a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, yes. So. It's it's almost like where's the respect here? You know, you're you're going after the other starting guy. And don't get me wrong, you know, Steven made a great play last week. He came down, um, it, down you know, downfield on a little like bubble screen, a little outside screen, and, and just ate it up. And it was, a, and then yeah, you know, yesterday on Saturday, um, one he just read like a book. That was the second one, and then the first one was really like, hey. That ball was up in the air. It was kind of a fair catch. It was up for grabs, and he caught it. And really the amazing thing was that he finished it. Like, Arkansas State had maybe no clue that he had it until it was way too late. And Meach right. kind of, you know, let him in. DeMarco was there, too. And uh, that's that's another that's another level of this defense. So, like, I, I, well, do we have any defensive touchdowns prior to that? We had Virgil Randall back against Miami. That's a special teams touchdown. Um I don't believe we had any other defensive touchdown prior to that this season. And yeah. quickly you get three. That's something else these other teams have to think about is is going away from him because he's obviously got that ball hawk mentality. He's blocked punts before. He's had other pick sixes. I think Troy, I think he had a pick six last last year. He just ate, you know, just jumped the route and got physical with it. So yeah, that he, knows was how to, he knows how to get on that ball. And he knows how to finish, and and that's really you know something that he's he's really flourished in the last couple of years, and uh, just just an incredible game. It was kind of like the icing on top, right? I mean, it wasn't the Stephen Jones game by any stretch, but he certainly helped. Um, but if you take that away, I mean, or even one, that game's a little bit closer. Uh, even though Arkansas State certainly struggled on both sides of the ball, I think we we were very patient. When we wanted to blitz him, I mean, when we did, we had that one possession. I think we got like a couple sacks in a row. Um, we just kind of really wanted to tell Arkansas State, just be done with what you're doing here, right? <laughs> yeah. Did, did you see Butch Jones's? There was a part of his press conference at the end. I didn't see it. And he was talking about the magic potion or the magic cure. There, there's no magic cure into getting better. Uh, he's like, we have to recruit and develop. We have to recruit and develop. And he said the same thing three, four, five times over. And it really just tells you where Arkansas State is right now mm. as a program. Because mm. would you have thought that'd be one and eight right now? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I mean watching them play, watching them play, it's no surprise. They're they're pretty awful. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad, but but you, but you just wouldn't expect it coming no, in, uh-uh. right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, it, it, it is. And, you know, I heard I think I heard this on the broadcast. They said Arkansas State's got um, 
53 new players this year, yeah. 53 new players. I mean, that, that is such a mess. And I know that Blake Anderson went through a lot more than, you know, we just talked about like you know, the bigger existential things of life than just football and our hobby. We just got done talking about that. So, you know, Blake Anderson obviously went through a lot his last uh, year or so at, at Arkansas state, but Holy cow. It seems as though the cupboard was bare uh, when even, you know, you know, mighty Butch Jones, um, took over. And yet so crazy. We talked about this on the, on the pregame radio segment a little bit, but man, it's, or maybe we talked about it with Alex Gray in, in the satchel last week, but you know, my first impression of us going into the Sun Belt was I knew Troy, the Cajuns and I knew Arkansas state was good. Cause they just had those strings of coaches that were taking them to bowl games and winning championships. And you just are like, Oh, Arkansas is pretty good. And to see them, um, one and eight, you know, just kind of like, wah, wah. I mean, it's, it's wild. I mean, the, the conference is better when Arkansas State is good. So we'll, we'll be, you know, everybody will be better served for uh, an Arkansas State team that's actually competitive in the conference. But yikes, you know, um, I mean, when they handle them. Yeah. Unless somebody takes their place, AJ. Yeah, right? that's true. I mean, yeah. they're, in a, they're in a tough window right now that, yeah, they are. Uh, you know, you bring Southern Miss into the fold on that side. South Alabama, South Alabama is kind of emerging, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, somebody needs to take over the you know who's going to be number two in the West. Yeah, we've really no been waiting like, on it. We've yeah. really been waiting on it for three or four years, and yeah. no one's getting up and grabbing it. You know, yeah. So yeah. no wonder those rumors of Billy Napier hanging out in Lafayette or Lafayette are what they are. Because why run away from an easy situation, right? That really just kind of got easier. You know, yeah. now he doesn't have to play anybody in the East anymore, like yeah. as often. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I just looked up just for um, giggles here. Uh, so Louisiana is six and oh in the Sun Belt right now. At, of all the West teams, let's see, South Alabama and Monroe are tied for second place at two and four. Yeah. I mean, Louisiana I mean, clinched, clinched on. Whatever yeah. night this past week that they beat Georgia State, they clinched the first West. game in November. They've clinched the West. I mean, that is such a terrible, such a terrible division. So even though, yeah, South Alabama has you know quote unquote you know they're emerging, um, man, still two and four in conference. I mean, that's that's what we're that's what we're talking about. So, um, man, this is it's just it's just wild. And I mentioned this in the three thirty three club too, how if you looked at the future configuration of the Sunbelt divisions app will have played out of their eight conference games. Five this season will have been against West teams and three of them have been on the road. Um, Mm -hmm. So our whole exposure to like playing at Arkansas state at Centennial bank stadium, like we did yesterday with their water feature and uh, others. I mean, this is kind of like a weird kind of like, Oh, this might be one of the very few times we make this trip and we don't know. So that was another element yesterday watching that game. I was kind of like, man, this is crazy how we're like, hey, we want to play Arkansas State more often. And then it's like, hmm, played them three years in a row. And now will that – what does that look like now? Well, now we kind of know that mm-hmm. those trips to Jonesboro are going to be few and far between, uh, which I guess people that travel to Jonesboro won't be that upset. But um, anyway, there's a lot of interesting things to think about as you're as you're watching that game yesterday or what is today. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday. Today is Sunday. <laughs> right. Uh, 
Yeah, it, it's an interesting dynamic for sure. Um, in my opinion, going back to the Louisiana part, even though that they mathematically clinched the West whenever they won this past week, it was really done when Monroe beat South Alabama because that was really the only threat. And that mm-hmm. was before we played Monroe. So that was a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. So that, that's been decided. Uh, whether you know it was it wasn't official until this week, but yeah, uh, now you know Louisiana has to keep up their guard a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't know that they're playing at home yet either, right? Right. So, Not uh, They just huh? they just know that they're playing in the game. Um, obviously, they had to lose two more and they had to clear out. So um, we'll see how that how that works out, but. You know, I like where we are right now. Um, certainly, I don't know if you caught the South Alabama game kind of going into this, previewing this a little bit. I mean, there's only so much you can say about yesterday. Um, yeah. It seems South Alabama's quarterback may have suffered a pretty nasty injury mm. um, uh, and did not return to the game, had a heavy brace. He got hit low as he was throwing um, down there, down on his knee. Um you would only assume that's that's a serious injury, certainly not an injury that you could return in a week. Um, so that that's certainly something to think about. Uh, but, you know, you still got to go out there and win, right? Yep. And uh, um, I like our chances here. South Alabama, is as much as their record looks how it is, I think they've peaked, right? And certainly yeah. with an injury to a quarterback, uh, they, they've just not put up great games of, of late. Um, they, they really padded their stats with their first three games. And I think it was like Southern Miss, Alcorn State, and another pretty easy opponent that they won a game. And since then, they're five and three now. I mean, they're, they're kind of five they're lost, and four. Five, five and four, and they've lost four of the last six. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I just, yeah, just look so of it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of tough, but, um, but still, it's a game that we're going to have to go out there and win, you know, you know, so, um, but as far as, what we did yesterday, I mean, there wasn't much to complain about. We had a second quarter that Arkansas State kind of took advantage of us for a little bit. But um, other than that, we shut them out in the second second half and just really put this on the bed. Yeah, and, you know, I, I feel like um, I was texting David Jackson a little bit during that game. And, man, again, you know, it, going on the road and winning in such convincing fashion like we do so often and not, you know i guess not all the time I and mean, you, you you win close games you you play close games um but man we went on the road again conference game on the road big long trip flying on the other end of tennessee and man you just kick butt you just kick butt take names absolutely dominate come home i mean the way that this program has just handled their business on the road like that you know in, in the fbs it's just really impressive and and so you know, I don't want to let that that I don't want myself to not recognize how I don't know that's such a relief from from an Afghan perspective. Like we we don't go on the road and just you know win when well, we just absolutely manhandled them. Um, when you I mean it's a four quarter game, right? We had that second quarter, but um, just played really really well, win convincingly, play tough. Um, and I you know I, I said it last week. I still don't think this team has reached its potential. I don't, um, and I, I think that's great because Nate Noel, Cam Peoples ran really, really. They're so different. We have such two, we have two different offerings there. Mm-hmm. Cam ran, ran really well. We've been waiting for him to consistently run like that. 
Um, and, and thank God, you know, Chase Bryce, you know, I, I think he's, this is just my perception of him. I think he's becoming more and more convinced that he doesn't have to do everything perfect for us to win a game. You know, I mean, cause he doesn't, he needs to be Chase Bryce and, and do a good job, but whether or not he's having his best game of his career doesn't matter. I mean, we'll, we have those supporting pieces to, to support him. So just, you know, don't want to lose sight. You know, not only are we winning games, we're winning conference games on the road and we're, we're kicking butt. So just, this is an easy episode. We'll wrap it up right here, but Charles, anything else before we turn the page to South well, Alabama? Yeah, I guess real quick on Chase. I mean, I think we all, um, took a deep breath when he went down for a minute. Oh yeah. Because, because at that, at that moment we didn't know, um, uh, that, that Jacob Houston was attending a wedding um, correct, and we didn't know <laughs> that he was not there. Right. And, uh, that hit, which was not flagged, uh, despite probably should, should have been flagged, um, uh, was certainly one where like it looked bad at first because his body was all contorted all sorts of ways. Um, and we're like, oh my goodness, here we go again. And then the next thing you know, we're calling like, you know, run keepers and zone keepers for him. And he's running down the field and you're like, it must not be hurt that bad or else they wouldn't be calling those plays. So that was, that was a tough moment there for a few minutes uh, because it was like the world came crashing down uh, with the, uh, oh yeah, his backup's not here. And we're like, what, what's happening? Is <laughs> Uh, is everything uh, is everything going to heck right now? Uh, that was that was a tough moment in the game, but you know, there's there's one or two of those plays where, um, even if that in a game where um, you feel like Chase is still having those memories to an extent, you know, of the past, but otherwise, you know, he's he's really done you know a pretty fantastic job. If anything, um, I think on the road sometimes we look a little. A little timid early if we're not careful. I mean, that, I think that's kind of been a trend at, at times. Yeah. I mean, Miami, uh, Louisiana certainly is in there. Georgia State, you know. I mean, we, we pull away, but um, in, in, in the two most, you know, not the two most recent ones, but you know, of those four, um, it's, it's it's kind of been touch and go at times. Uh, so. Um, that would be what I would be concerned about in two weeks against Troy because they might have something to play for. Yeah. Um, at that time. So there you go. Not, not a lot left in the season, but certainly a lot to worry about. No, for sure. All right, Ray. Well, that's it. We thank uh, James Milner and Appalachian Commercial Real Estate again for sponsoring the post game episodes. And uh, until our preview episode coming up this Tuesday. Talking about South Alabama. Not only that, covering a little basketball. Basketball. Go apps.